thanks for listening to Mindfulness for the Modern Family podcast, where we dive deep into all things parenting and family. We talk about what mindfulness means within the family dynamic and how self-care is crucial, not only for ourselves, but for those we love. I'm your host, Shayla Peary. As a guided meditation teacher, mindful parenting has always been, well, top of mind for me as I raise my daughter. I'm curious to know what others have experienced and what we can learn from each other and our kids. You can find more episodes at shaylapiri.ca or subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Today we're joined by Nick Atef. He's 43 and is a single dad with an 11-year-old. Nick is an actor, model, and has his own car service company that he runs with his dad. Hey, Nick, thanks so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Welcome to um, my new podcast. This is episode one, and you're the very first guest. I'm so happy to have you on. So there's a, a couple of questions that I'm that I am going to ask everybody. And the first one is, what is one thing about parenting that you wish someone had told you before you became a parent? Oh, that's an interesting one. I'm actually going to go on the positive end because I think a lot of people, when they hear that question, they're going to want to say something negative. Um, mm -hmm. Anything I was ever told about children growing up or even as I saw other people having children, it was always, well, your life's about to change. Oh, now you're not going to sleep. Oh, now you're not going to be able to do what you want. And it's actually been the opposite. I, I have to give a shout out to a gentleman named Mohit. He's a whole client of mine. When I told him I got, uh, that we were pregnant, the first thing he said to me was, you're about to have the best time of your entire life. And I'm like, holy crap, you're the only person that's like not trying to make a joke about it or not trying to like pretend to give you a warning. He's just literally said, dude, this is going to be unbelievable. And that's, it's absolutely been that. So that's if amazing. there's anything, anything some person has, uh, I tell other people when they are affected that now just be prepared to have the time of your life. I love that. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I follow you on social obviously. And, um, you know, I've seen, there's so many posts about with you and your, and your child, your 11 year old, and you always do seem to be having a great time. And of course that is, you know, people do put out only the best on social, but it's really nice to hear that. That's actually your sentiment. It's wonderful to hear. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I was just wondering, because, um, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people have had similar experiences going from um, being in a coupled relationship and then transitioning to single parenthood. What's your experience been with that? You know, what are some some good things, some bad things, some challenging things? And and also, how does mindfulness and self-care, how has that come into play for you? Oof, 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 oof. Okay, great question. Uh, I'll give a tiny background on sort of like my relationship world so hopefully some of the listeners can can feel as if maybe they've walked the same path or whatnot um i was with my daughter my daughter's name is sophia she's 11 years old um she, i was with her mother up until she was six years old uh that the her mother and i were together in total for 17 years married for nine of it mm -hmm. um and that was from the ages of 19 to 36 so you have many challenges when you yeah. actually don't use your 20s to date and go out there and you know, whatever itch, all the whatever itches you want to itch. Um, there's a lot of growing that you need to do individually before you're with somebody at that age. So 
I was with the mother to, for 17 years. And then I was single for about two, three years. Um, and I really enjoyed it, had a really great time. And then I was with somebody for the last five years. Um, but we have just split up about two months ago. So um, anybody listening, uh, we've got we've got me who's who was with the partner of the of of your child, and then proceeded to try to have a secondary relationship after the marriage. So I can give you both sort of avenues. Um, it has been uh, splitting with the with the the question is asking how has it been when you are now as a single parent, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's such a it's such a transition, right? From having someone uh, who you're partnered with daily helping to co-parent and then that transition, you're still co-parenting, obviously, but there's so much more one on one time now with Sophia, I'm imagining. Right. So uh, how was that transition for you? And, you know, maybe it was seamless or maybe there was times where it was a bit overwhelming or um, what's Uh, overall, it's it's it's, you know what it's. In all fairness, the reason why the relationship stopped is because it wasn't working. So when you are now moving into a world where you're now navigating life outside of a relationship that wasn't working, it was only positive vibes for me. It was only everything grew from there because I didn't have somebody in the house that I didn't agree with. I didn't have. You know, if two people are sharing a home and they are they are not well for each other, <clears throat> everything outside of the home gets affected. Mm-hmm. But when you finally make try to make that like tough decision to say, "Hey, listen, this is not working. I want to have my own home. You have your own home." Um, when that transition happened, it actually ended up being unbelievable. So mm-hmm. anybody else also in that position where you know whether their relationship is toxic or the relationship is sort of run its course or people have grown separately. Um, I can tell you it, the age old thought of wanting to see together for the kids is a bit of an outdated thought. I think yeah. sometimes you need to split up for the kids. I totally, um, I totally agree with you. you. Know and saying? actually We're... I absolutely agree. And to me, making that decision is sort of like the ultimate form of self-care. Right. It, 100%. It's good. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Your mental state, even your physical state, probably. So, so yeah, that's really interesting. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, um, the way we think now, even compared to 20 years ago, 30 years ago, is so different, right. In terms of making these decisions for ourselves. And it's actually more often than not a very, very positive thing for everybody involved. Right. Well, also Shay, you got also what I, I realize is that we're also being sold on the idea that the household has to have two parents. Yeah. No household. That, there's no there's no rule book. And I'll tell you right now, my daughter and I, we grow so well together and bond so well together when it's just her and I. Mm-hmm. I I I'm now now that I'm 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 um, single again. I'm not planning on and i'm not interested on finding or running into one or having an accidental relationship i just want to be my daughter and i i have her half the time so when i'm not with her yeah i can casually date sure i can also see all my all my friends um but i definitely see and feel that there's a positive uh it's a positive decision for me and my my daughter and i for me not to bring somebody else into the home Mm-hmm. Because there's so I there's so much I can give on my own. I don't want somebody else coming in and interfering. Yeah, you've got your own vibe going on, your own thing. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to speak on it a little bit. Just the person that I'm, I'm currently um, splitting up with, we did run into an issue of the way she sees how something should go when it comes to the, the child is different than the way I see it. And anybody listening, if you're a parent that has brought in somebody into the, your household that doesn't have a kid, that's a bloody challenge. Number two, the person who's entering the house that has a kid and the parent, I envy you less because that's a tough position because as an adult, oh, you yeah. want to have a say. It's your household too, but yeah. it's two against one and it's not your child. So it's, it's sticky. So, you know, you were asking me the question about self-care. Mm-hmm. Two things. There's so many things we've done, but no, number one, I have a therapist. My daughter has a therapist. It's it is a it is a a privileged thing to have because it is expensive. Um, we do have benefits, so understand that like that's not coming out of our pocket. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to afford it. Um, right. But my daughter speaking to a therapist once a month is unbelievable because she's able to speak to somebody that isn't mom or dad, or isn't mom or dad, or either mom or dad's partners, and it's brilliant. super important. Yeah, super and important. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to especially the dads out there. Get a friggin' therapist. You, us as males, especially all of us that are maybe 30 plus, 35 plus, I'm 43. So I'm even going to say 40 plus. There's a lot of things that society did not allow us to learn that we needed in order to navigate dating, parents, children, and a therapist will do that for us. Our parents weren't equipped to help us with a lot of the things that we needed Mm -hmm. to be equipped with. A therapist can do that. Um, Gentlemen, get therapist that's the main thing i can say and that's that's for yourself that's not just that's not for your kid that's not for your uh, partner potential partner that's for yourself because it is it's validating gents like a lot of guys think they're going to sit in front of somebody and talk and they're going to be faced with all these terrible things that they think they are are about themselves but actually what ends up happening is if you spit out what you think is terrible about yourself you'll get validated and you'll be told that you're not that crazy and the fact that (laughs) You're, you're out there and you let it out on the table, you'll feel so much lighter. And then you could, then you being a lighter person on the inside, you're able to give a hundred percent to the kid Absolutely. or your kids after. So therapy Absolutely. is extremely important. Extremely important. Love that. So what I'm hearing is therapy will really help you to be a more mindful, present parent, the type of parent that you know, everyone wants to be. And of course we all have our moments and there's ups and downs and, and all those sort of things. But I totally agree with that. You know, for me, I have done therapy as well. And I always um, really heavily relied on my yoga practice. Oof, um, I love, big on yoga here, huge on yoga here. It was, it, it's, a, it's a form of therapy for me. And I always, always made sure that even if I had to get a babysitter for like two hours just to go and do yoga, ever since my daughter was a baby, that's, that's what I did for myself. Um, so that was huge for me. And then another uh, tool that I discovered when Ella was about five was meditation. And that was a game changer as well for myself. And, and it's the oh, same absolutely. thing. Yeah. So meditation, I love meditation, but I also, I put that meditation also in the same category as what a hobby will give you in the sense that it's a, it's a, um, a space that you can bring yourself into where you lose yourself and you are, you're almost at your most relaxed. Um, I know, I understand that the, when you're at a, doing a hobby, you're being stimulated. And when you're meditating, you're actually finding clearance and you're trying to be just one with yourself. But at the same time, you'll walk away from both those experiences feeling lighter. Um, mm-hmm. So 
uh, what the reason why I'm putting this out there. So for some people who are like, I don't know how to meditate. I don't think I can do that. There is an alternative way to meditating. And that is getting yourself doing something just for mom, just for dad. Yep. Just for you guys. If, <laughs> and if that's, if that's like sometimes for me, sometimes meditation, honestly, and this is, I'm not trying to, I don't want to uh, water down what meditation is because it's extremely important. So know that I'm just saying this is sort of my version. Mm-hmm. I love going to, I love going to stand up shows. I love going to local comedy shows. I sit there and I laugh. And by the time I'm done after the hour and a half, I feel just so cleansed, right? Because yeah. an hour and a half, you didn't have to think about anything else besides being entertained, besides laughing. And, and laughing is so therapeutic. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So that's, that's huge <laughs> on me. So that, again, with parents, you know, you want to dedicate everything to your uh, kids, but in order to be, to give your kid the most, you got to give yourself a lot. You got to be selfish a little bit. You got, mm-hmm. and it's not even selfish. This is self care. Um, think of worry about yourself too. A hundred percent. You have to, you absolutely have to. I wanted to ask you in terms of your interaction with Sophia, um, you know, I, I know personally when Ella was really little and then when she's transitioned, she's 16 now, my daughter, um, there oh is like, yeah, there's so many changes that they go through. So from, so now from Sophia being little and now she's a preteen, um, what, what are some tools that you use or what are some techniques that you find yourself using in terms of speaking to her, relating to her, validating how she's feeling, what she's going through, all the changes that's happening for her too? It's interesting. Well, I mean, I've always sort of, uh, you, any parent sort of knows, I, I would hope that around this 10, 11, 12, you've gotten in a groove where you kind of, you kind of can see your child's personality and mm-hmm. where you can fit in and where you can't. Um, I, I'm a big parent on not getting in the way. Um, I, I may be feeling privileged because my daughter, I find my daughter super capable of everything. Yeah. And I'm saying even small things like, my daughter at 11 years old can now go into like I can step out, I can stay outside of a store. She can go in. She can talk to the the salesperson. She can cre- create a whole transaction and then pay for the thing and then walk out the store. And that in itself, as an 11 year old, I'm like that. You're very capable. If I you don't need me to navigate dealing Life with adults skills, and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, you know, it's 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 things like that for me. It's staying out of her way uh, because I'm like, girl, you're growing you're learning this world faster than what I can tell you about. Of course, mm. there's the internet, there's TV. So what I'm finding parents at, at my generation now have to do is, yeah, you're there to instill the things that you, you sort of believe in. Uh, yeah. But a lot of parenting is reactionary now because they get the information before you can give it to them. That's the information's true. right there. So you're just like, geez, man, like, you're coming up to me asking me what an aphrodisiac is. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, let me look this up first. I don't even know how to spell that properly. But I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to navigate that answer. But yeah. where the hell did you hear that from? Oh, I know. So now know, we are, wild. as parents, we're already in the battlefield, and the opposing team has better artillery. You know, they're they're they got big guns, and we're trying to protect these little ones the best we can, but we only can protect as it comes. That's Where right. Our, our generation, our parents' generation, it's just like, go play outside. You weren't affected by any sort of media. And no. you didn't have you didn't have a channel into finding out the whole world. 
Well, the so, only channel was really someone's big brother or big sister, right? And then you would get totally. some information would trickle down and be like, wow, that's, that's crazy. That would be the worst information too. Like, the worst of the worst. Now it's just, it's next level. Yeah, next with Sophia, I, 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 for me, it's just not, I'm, I, I'm now more of a guide. I'm more mm. of a, uh, I'm more of a guide. I sit back. She navigates the world as she pleases. I'm now learning from her because like small example, she's a huge foodie and I, the amount of, she will dive into any sort of food that is in front of her just to try it. Like the most bizarre thing. Cool. She's like, fine, I'll try it. Yeah. I've never been like that. So now I'm like that. Cause I'm like, well, you know what? Sophia would put this like octopus. Oh, like, that's in her so cool. thing. I'm like, I'll try that. So it's learning from them as well because they, yeah. um, they haven't been ruined by the world yet. So there's actually so much we can learn. They haven't yeah, been ruined by the world. And they also can see black and white very easily. So sometimes when they can see injustice, you don't mm. see it. And it's nice to mm -hmm. see it from their eyes. And they're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why is that fair? That's not fair. Yeah, I'm like, They know it's not you know, fair. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a lot of me, me uh, walking beside her now. She doesn't need me to guide her. I'm oh, here to fantastic. walk with her. You're empowering her as well, right? You're empowering her by by letting her do her thing. Yeah, I am. And she doesn't need she doesn't need um she doesn't need uh, hard fast rules. She she doesn't need it. But uh, other parents can tell that some other their other other kids can. I also think sometimes I have a privilege of having a girl. Um, mm -hmm. Gender can be not a uh, gender can be non-binary, but let's say um, even the female spirit. Um, yeah, you're just bloody smart, man. They're bloody smart. They they're are. Really, they are. And they're picking it up every moment where, you know, bless a lot of boys' hearts. And they're, they're still kids and they still play and they still video games and rough roughing around where my daughter's on the internet looking for the best price for her Squishmallow. Like, she's already, <laughs> she's already, she's already that savvy, right? That's amazing. All right. Um, all right. So uh, another question I have for you is in one word. What does being a mindful parent mean to you? All right, you give me a second on this one. I want to give you a good, <laughs> good answer. Yeah, of course. Mindful parent. This is such an easy answer. Okay. Uh, and it's such a simple answer, but a mindful parent listens. Yes. They That's a great just answer. listen because your kid will ask you all the things that they need to know. And if they don't ask you as a parent, you can pick it up because they will be sort of asking in indirect ways, mm -hmm. um, as well as seeing what they um, what they need or what they don't need. But listening is a lot better than um, trying to be a teacher, uh, if that makes sense. Because by listening, you can figure out what is it they want and what it is they just need you beside them to figure. They sometimes just need you in the room. They'll figure everything out on their own. They just need you there in case something goes wrong as opposed yeah. to getting in front of it and thinking you need to teach them i'll give you a small example my daughter okay. she got a um she's uh, i'm very proud of her she's going to be um hosting the christmas concert which means oh, cool. she gets to be up front and stage at every bit which is her favorite she's an only child and she loves attention but <laughs> i'm a i'm a professional actor so i'm yeah. like okay let me teach you how to do the lines and she's like dad i got this i'm like no no seriously i'm like you're just not going to take your like professional dad's opinion she's like no she's like i've got this and i was like okay I, I you're absolutely right even though it's i'm bubbling inside i just want i want to tell her practice this way and make sure you say it out loud and make sure but you know what no i gotta let her figure it out it's a christmas concert if she gets up there and she's like 
at the end of it, she's like, dad, I did not feel prepared. I'm like, I needed you to feel that not preparedness, but yeah, I can't get in front of you here. Yeah. How you learn, get, right? Learning. But guess experience. what? Guess what? She went upstairs and she practiced exactly the way I thought she would. She should have. I wanted her to at least say the, the if you're going to read off the page in front of an audience, read it out loud in your room a million times. That way you're not really looking at the page too much when you're yeah. finally with the audience. She was doing that naturally. So it, again, it's natural. Another, another, but I had to learn that I didn't need to get in front of her on that one. Cool. I just well, that's, needed to that's listen that she advice. got the, yeah. yeah. Great yeah. advice. Well, I mean, you sound like an amazing dad. I know you're doing a great job. So um, I just wanted to ask you before we sign off for today, um, is there anything that you wanted to mention? I mean, you, you mentioned before we got started that you have a YouTube channel. Uh, what's that? We are, we are not sharing the YouTube channel because it's my nerdy, <laughs> it's my nerdy <laughs> hobby that I just keep within the community. But just know that it okay. is a ni- it's a 1980s nostalgic thing that nerdy guys do and you okay. did it in the 80s so we'll leave it that one all right but otherwise cool. but if, if anybody wants to find me on um on instagram please add me um again single dad uh if there's other single dads i want to reach out and and ask questions or whatever uh, anybody going through a divorce you can talk mm. to me anybody going through a vasectomy you can come and talk <laughs> to me i'm i really would love to be a channel for other dads that are gone through things that I've or going through things that I've already gone through. And I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm on like Nick 3.0 at this point. So I'm like on my third life. So a lot of guys, there's not a lot of places for guys to go ask other questions. So find me on my Instagram, Nick Atef. You'll see my name probably in the description. Add me on Instagram, send me a message. Again, vasectomies, daughters, ex-wives, divorce, anything, anything, hobbies, (laughs) entertainment. I'm here to help. I'm here to help all the dads. Oh, that's amazing, Nick. Thank you so much. Um, Again, thanks for reaching out. This was really fun. Yeah, this was great. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll be chatting soon. And take care and have fun this uh, season with Sophia. Let me be be your first return guest once you're through all the first ones. Oh, absolutely. I would love that. Okay, that sounds great. Thanks. Bye, Shay. Take Take care. care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.